Welcome everyone, this is the 31 Days of Dread, and I am your host, Peter A. DeLuca, aka Pad, and this is where we do one horror movie a day for the entire month of October. That's 30, if you can't count, that's 31 movies celebrating the greatest genre of them all, the greatest experimentational platform of them all, the greatest young filmmaker discoverer of them all. It is horror, 31 days coming at you. Look out, ghouls and ghosts, it gets spooky. Alright everyone, coming out of that intro hot, this is what I call the telethon portion of the podcast. This is where I pitch myself to you for your support. Your support means everything to me because we're, we're, we're fighting. The AKA Pad Army is fighting against algorithms everywhere algorithms I, I ate some cereal earlier today i dumped it into my bowl and it was full of algorithms okay bad joke all right sharing this podcast telling your friends about it leaving comments leaving reviews this is how we grow aka pads audio audacity your support there is more valuable than than than, than anything other than like a high five in person because i'd love a high five in person AKA Patters, Peter A. DeLuca here. How are you doing? Now, close your eyes. Let's go back in time. It's December 23rd, 1988. Hellbound Hellraiser 2 is in the market. It's out there. And what do we get? We get potentially, potentially the greatest horror sequel. Not installment on the franchise. I'm, I'm going to explain the difference between the two real quick. Hellraiser 2 is in my opinion the greatest sequel to any horror movie ever made next to the bride of frankenstein frankenstein bride of frankenstein work together congruently these two movies work together congruently you can make the argument alien and aliens but aliens is an action movie it doesn't stay within the genre rolling stone we gotta go through this rolling stone at some time, <laughs> who cares? But at some time, they put out the 20 best horror movie sequels. The image that they have, it's it's Pinhead, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, Bride of Frankenstein. Number 20, Saw 2, 2005. Uh, okay, I mean, it <laughs> Saw 2, it's, it's not, it's there. Saw 2 is one of the top, but they have S20. Ring 2, okay, REC3 Genesis, disqualified, it's not a sequel, installment, some other movie, I don't know, Destroy All Monsters, I mean, Hellbound, here we go, number 15, Hellbound, Hellraiser 2, (laughs) okay, so we're seeing something here, and and I'm going to go through this list. What we're seeing is this clickbait, desperation. Look at me. Look what you have to come here because we're selling ads. AK Pads Audio Destiny Podcast, zero ads on all networks. All networks, zero ads. The only ads I have are those of myself. Number 14, 
Friday the 13th, Final Chapter, Disqualified. Final Destination 5, Disqualified. Number 12, Devil's Rejects, Qualified. It's there, one of the best sequels ever. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, Disqualified. Scream 2, there, one of the best. Paranormal Activity 3, 2011. Frankenstein Must Be Destroyed, Disqualified. Nightmare 3, Disqualified. Halloween 2. No, Halloween 2 goes way back. Because you know why? If you believe Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers are brother and sister, like, anything will entertain you anyway. You're an idiot. You're probably someone who watches The Flash, that TV show. 28 weeks later, that's there. Aliens, we discussed that. Evil Dead 2, no. The Evil Dead movies are, they're just trash. Never liked them. Bride of Frankenstein is there. And here we go. Dawn of the Dead. Not there. Because here. So when we just sit down to watch a movie. Part of it is can we get through the movie. Old movies that feel dated. That don't uh, transcend. I'm sorry. I mean it's it, you, you move further down the list. Hellraiser 2. Hellraiser, Devil's Rejects, Saul 2, Scream 2. But Hellraiser is a continuation of the first movie. Our girl, she's in the mental asylum. We have this accepted idea of what the Cenobites and the box, the puzzle box, we we have an idea that there's people out there that seek this, that are aware of it, and it's accepted. We have a little bit of a backstory of Pinhead. They pour everything into this movie. This is a phrase I use a lot. This is what I mean. When you pour everything into a movie, what you do is you leave all your concepts there. You you save nothing for a sequel. I just watched Dune, okay? Dune doesn't pour it all in. That's my problem with Dune. Sorry, Charlie. Dune 1984 all the way. So we have this longer narrative now. We have a backstory of Pinhead. We, all of our characters have accepted the, the, the doctor that's helping this girl. She, he witnesses the horrific things, hor- horrific things happening at this mental ward. He helps the girl escape. They go back to the house, the house from the original movie. Within moments of him going to the house, the woman from the first movie, she's back. She's in Frank's place. Frank does make an appearance later. She kills him. The the guy we think is going to help the girl throughout the movie dies the next scene. This movie is so much about longing. And, you know, like, this girl's looking for her father, Frank, from the first movie. Okay? Not Frank, but, you know, Frank's brother. But her father, and I, I guess a little bit of Wikipedia help. The father was in the script. Maybe they could not have worked out the terms. So he's out of the script. He's out of the movie. But this idea that we're having this. Like we're almost like searching for a soul. We have Frank still lurking around. We kind of see Frank's prison in this movie. We get a little bit more backstory. I mean like Frank somewhat is the foil of the Cenobites. I don't know why like that. I just feel like that's such a good story nugget. It it doesn't get out as far as I'm aware. It doesn't get used. It doesn't get exploited further on. Hellraiser, Hellbound. Uh, 
is the end of like this one story. Now, Hell on Earth, I'm pretty sure is very different. Because, right, there's like a nightclub scene in that. <laughs> People, there's like a DJ Cinnabite. So, whatever. Like, they're just, I don't know, like, Skittles. Like, everything's just like a flavor in that. So, but no, we got something. We got good movement here. We have a good two-movie block. Freddy's Revenge, not as good as a sequel. Zero lore, zero backstory. But this movie decides it makes a bet. It makes a bet that it can go into hell, like literally, we go into hell. It can go into the. We see the creation of a Cinnabite. I mean, it goes over everything, and then we're done, and we're satisfied. And here's the crazy thing: the biggest thing Wikipedia taught me about this movie is that if um. It's a NC. It was like originally rated X <laughs> because of the the violence, the, the imagery, and that's important because that's what we want in in horror and hell. And Hellraiser, like they take a year, they crank out another movie, and within the year, they give us more of the same thing. They go deeper into the lore, deeper into the mythology. And they somewhat, like, when I say they, I just mean the people around the movie. But everyone basically knows why it's, like, you know, like they understand why someone would want to watch a Hellraiser movie and they deliver more. How many times within sequels we don't get that? We, you know, we got that with Scream. We got we got that with Saul 2, for sure. Really didn't get it with Aliens. What if you, <laughs> what if you watch Alien and you go into Aliens and, and you just want more of of that? Of the darkness, of the stalking, of the uh, slow reveal, the the slow death count taking a toll. Okay, <laughs> like you don't get that. <laughs> you don't get. You you got something. Sorry, like you got something completely different. But no, this movie, it it really is. It is the top sequel that fits right into the first one. Explains everything. Makes both movies better. So everyone for 31 Days of Dread. I cannot recommend Hellbound. Hellraiser 2. With Hellraiser. More. More. So next movie. Real quick. We're doing Jennifer's Body. Movie I freaking love. I love that movie. And we have. Uh, we do have Dune coming. So be on the lookout. Rock and roll. I love you. And to continue this telethon. We're not talking about high five. There's other ways to support me. I, I'm a living professional. I'm a full-time freelancer. Anything you see on this, like here on this podcast or see my social media, I, I make everything. It's all made by me. That's a part of my pitch to you. And you can purchase professional services through akapad.com. That's a pipeline to me if you want to send me a message. But also while you're there, you can sign up for my newsletter. You're going to get deals. You're going to get coupons. You're going to get two free trading cards mailed to you free worldwide. And there are two Wolfpack trading cards, two original characters, you know, for upcoming comic book work. And speaking of comic books, you can go to Etsy, type in Uzi Suzy, and that's where you're going to find my mini comic. You can purchase existing issues and pre-order upcoming issues along with bundles if you missed any like issue one, two, or three or whatever. There, 
Uzi Susie is waiting for you, and keep an eye on Indiegogo. A lot of my bigger comic book projects will be available through Indiegogo. All of those updates will be here on this podcast, so if you're a regular listener, I'll let you know we can rock and roll from there. So, everyone, thank you so much, and feel free to reach out to me on social media, aka Pad69, Instagram, and Xbox. That's right, you can play Halo with me. Just straight up AKA Pad on Twitter, straight up AKA Pad on the Facebook. My business page is there. My personal page is there. Hey, be a personal friend of mine. I don't care. Let's talk movies. Let's talk creativity. Let's talk fun and just who cares? Do you like, you know, the Transformer movies? I love them. We can talk about that all night. So meet me there and we'll rock and roll. Let's get talking. We got a movie to discuss.